the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I hold in my hand a study of 10 countries around the world of young people ages 16 through 25. Uh, It surveyed them on their stance toward the future in light of climate change. Boy, Joe Biden talks a lot about climate change. Climate change, climate change, climate change. Remember, it used to be global warming, and then they were proven to be wrong about the fact that the planet was warming. So now it's like, no, it's not just warming, it's climate change. Now, Aaron, you're younger than I am. You're not as young as these people surveyed. But do you have an opinion on climate change? Do you have a fear of climate change? Do you have a foreboding sense of doom or something less than that about climate change? How do you view it? I don't have any fear, but I would say that climate changes. Do you think it has a debilitating impact on our world? Or do you think that maybe it's just something? Maybe, but I don't think... You know, there's uh, all this talk out there now that all the wildfires and the hurricanes and the catastrophic weather events are the result of climate change. I shouldn't laugh. I just gave away my opinion on it. Do you think that's a result of climate change? I don't know. I don't know. But if it is, okay. I mean, what are we going to do about it? Exactly. That's my point, too. Is like, have we never before had hurricanes, tornadoes? typhoons, other things. Haven't those been a thing forever? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I just, I'm not going to stop a hurricane. No. And the other part of it is that how much can we really do about it? You know, can America, if we get super concerned about the climate, our landmass is not such that I feel like we dominate the weather systems of the world. Well, that's another part of it, too, is that uh, even if it would be caused by pollution, things like that, I mean, you're going to have to get China, India, you're going to have to, yeah, they're going to have to make the changes. Sure, even of course. If there was not a single uh, pollution emanated from the United States, it would, wouldn't change anything worldwide. Yes, that's exactly my point, too. And I have climate people who are like, oh, you don't understand. I don't think... I need to understand there's an atmosphere, winds blow, what we have, there's no, there's no like invisible walls going up into the atmosphere where only American emissions from cars and factories are the emissions that we breathe. We get, we, we get stuff from all over and they get our stuff too. I do think there can be fixes on a micro level, but not on a macro level. Like we saw with the, um, you know, when there was no traffic due to COVID and things like yeah. that, the cities cleared up, the skies sure. were cleaner. 
So things like that, I do think, could uh, be affected, but from a macro level, no. The end of the world and exterior events impacting the end of the world has been a thing for a long, long, long time. For instance, my parents grew up in a generation where they were greatly impacted by the Great Depression. My father and mother talked about the Great Depression and all that long, long, long after I was born and long after the Great Depression ceased to be a thing that could imperil the future of the United States of America. The nuclear age, the dropping of the atomic bomb that ended World War II. My father served in World War II. After World War II, it was the atomic bomb. Were the Russians going to bomb us? Cuban Missile Crisis, all those kinds of things. Well, now we have succeeded, we collectively have succeeded in scaring our kids to the degree that the respondents to this survey, 10 countries around the world of young people ages 16 to 25, 39% of them say they are not sure about the wisdom of having children because they feel they agree with the statement, humanity is doomed. They agree. 39%, 4 out of 10, 2 out of 5 think that humanity is doomed because of the climate. I think we're doomed because of stupidity. That's what I think we're doomed by. The lack of acknowledging a sovereign God, the belief that... I mean, you look at kids and how they think. Like, go back to this story that I shared with you earlier about the new Richmond, Ohio school district has uh, told its teachers, look, don't put rainbows on stuff in your classrooms. It's entering into an area where you really shouldn't try to exert your influence over kids. And this pro-gay, pro-lesbian publication says that now kids will not feel safe because their teachers can't display rainbow symbols. Really? Really that's where we are? Like, a kid will not feel safe because they don't see a rainbow? A kid will not feel safe because they think there's like a climate boogeyman out there to get them? A kid will not feel safe because, oh, somebody in my classroom tested positive for a virus with a 99.9 plus percent survival rate. It's really evil. I was struggling for a word. I just found it. Evil. It's really evil to put this fear in our kids that things which are no real imminent threat to them, lack of rainbows on the wall, on stickers, a virus that the overwhelming majority of people, A, don't get, and B, survive if they do get it, or that the climate put them in some kind of imminent peril. It doesn't. Likewise, Al Sharpton would show up at the border yesterday, because of course he would. People, Al Sharpton like has tentacles out, where he's like sitting in his... uh, palatial estate, wherever it is, gleaning 
thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars off the uh, stupid contributions to his organization of zero consequence. And he turns on the news and, oh, hey, there's somebody saying that a guy on horseback is whipping a Haitian migrant. Oh, it's not whips, it's reins. And Al goes, hold on, turn the channel back. I think I can make some money off of that. On a plane, off to Del Rio, Texas, is Al Sharpton. Parlaying border agents on horseback into a racial incident so he can get more contributions to his fraudulent organization. Ginning up fear, making people think, oh, I'm in danger because that's happening thousands of miles away. Fear is the number one commodity out there, at least of the Democratic Party. It's not a tool of the Republican Party, except when used to awaken you to what is coming if you don't stand up against it and push back against it. So fear has uses, many, many, many uses. The Biden administration has this weird approach to the things that they cause that put us in actual peril. Inflation's not fun to deal with. The fact that your money is worth less now than it was before. The threat of terror in Afghanistan is not something that's fun to deal with. The invasion of our borders is not something that's fun to deal with. Brings crime, hurts working class people, all those kinds of things. But the Biden administration would have you believe that none of these things, none of these things are caused by their policies. The Biden administration would just have you believe that, oh, things happen. And we are the uh, unwitting victims of these things happening. I think Jonah Goldberg did a nice job of speaking to this last night on special report with Brett Baer. Yeah, well, we heard this just tonight. Uh, then the clip you had from Jen Psaki earlier in the show where she says, we're weathering storms. Well, now, you, when, you, you, when you're weathering storms, you're not responsible for the weather. Storms are things that happen to you. Joe Biden says events in Afghanistan unfolded. Events at the border have unfolded as if he has no agency and no responsibility for these things. He's made choices, and we're seeing the consequences of his choices on a whole bunch of fronts. And the way the media and the way the White House spin it, it's like poor Joe Biden is just is like Charlie Brown being followed by a rain cloud, and he has no responsibility for what the predicament that his White House is in. Uh, those of you who are schooled in Photoshop, talented, uh, I would dearly love you to take an image of Charlie Brown followed by a rain cloud, superimpose Joe Biden's picture on it. I, I would love to see that, just for my own personal entertainment, or on your Facebook page, and then send me a link to Bruce at 989theanswer.com. I shouldn't laugh. It's, it's, it's 100% dead on the money. Jonah Goldberg is right. I didn't cause this. I'm just the unwitting victim of all these bad things that are happening. They just coincidentally happen to bear my signature. So this is the last full weekend that you can enjoy 
Cleveland Indians baseball. There will be no more Indians after this weekend. The final home game is Monday. Uh, Aaron, will you be maudlin over the loss of the uh, Cleveland Indians nickname? Guardians will be the nickname next year. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm not that excited about Guardians, to be honest. So I'm not either. No. Uh, do you think they'll have a final honorary ceremony, a funeral, or I a send-off it. party? No, I think it'll be very quiet. I'm actually shocked by that. They will not have one. I, I guess maybe you don't want to call attention to it because it's not a popular choice. And uh, we told you yesterday, uh, Senate candidate Bernie Moreno announced on Fox News that he was part of an ownership group, uh, a prospective ownership group, that told the Dolan family, we'll give you a billion dollars for the Indians. And they would have not changed the name. Uh, That would have been popular with fans. Uh, I think you will continue to see Indians gear. Will we get to the point where you can't wear Indians gear into progressive field? Will that be part of the new world order? Got to have your COVID passport. Can't wear Indian stuff. Huh. I could now, see I it. I never thought about that. That's I could see it. I could see it. Uh, so that's uh, a happening thing with your Cleveland Indians. Um, I don't – I would not have changed it, but here's the thing. I never thought Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington Redskins, would cave. He, in fact, said he'd never cave, but he did. And so I don't know. Maybe the Dolans decided they would give up before they became at the center of the crosshairs of the cancel culture. Uh, There are other teams out there, Chicago Blackhawks, Atlanta Braves. Uh, It's just a matter of time before they become the uh, cause of the moment for some woke mob out there. Uh, Aaron, do you have a Netflix subscription? Well, I I use a friend's Netflix subscription. What? Is that allowed? Uh... I mean, I may. I don't care. Use a friend. I mean, you could if you wanted to. Maybe. <laughs> Hypothetically, theoretically, maybe. Allegedly, reportedly. Uh, well, uh, one of the new programs on Netflix is about a name that those of you who are uh, as old as I am may remember. Netflix on Wednesday debuted Monsters Inside The 24 Faces of Billy Milligan. Now, Aaron, you're not old enough to remember Billy Milligan. Does that name mean anything to you? Are you familiar with the Billy Milligan story? No, not by name right off the bat, no. Billy Milligan, at the center of one of Central Ohio's most notorious crime stories in the late late 1970s, he was charged with kidnapping, robbing, and raping three women near the Ohio State campus. He claimed he was innocent because the real culprits were two of his other personalities. Mm. He had 24 personalities. You don't hear much about split personalities anymore. That used to be a thing. I have this split personality that just loves fast food and just eating horribly. Now, I don't. I prefer to be <laughs> healthy. Your split personality. Uh, Billy Milligan said his 23-year-old Yugoslavian self named Rogjan and a 19-year-old woman, Adelana, took over his body and his consciousness during his crimes. That's kind of how I feel when I eat tacos. <laughs> when you eat tacos, huh? Yeah. He was diagnosed with 24 personalities. He was in Ohio mental hospitals until 1988. And uh, he declared bankruptcy, moved back to Columbus, died in 2014 at the age of 59. So this is a four-episode series on Netflix, and you can watch that uh, if you want to uh, reward 
people who make projects out of uh, such behavior. Uh, Here's a weird story. North Carolina family is grieving in disbelief after a funeral home mix-up left a stranger in their mother's casket wearing her clothes. I've never heard of a mix-up like this. I've heard of isolated mix-ups at hospitals where babies are exchanged for other babies. We had a story like that just recently. Uh, So Jennifer Taylor and Janetta Archer lost their mother Mary last month. On the day of her viewing at Hunter's Funeral Home in Ahoski, North Carolina, they walked up to their mother's casket and found another woman lying inside. Uh, that is that is true emotional distress, distress right there. I think they're due some serious uh, settlement from that funeral home. That should not happen to anybody. Uh, the funeral home embalmer said it was an honest mistake. Well, I would hope it was an honest mistake, not a purposeful mistake right it was a dishonest mistake yeah april fool no you can't no that better be an honest mistake Uh, he said they tried calling the sisters to explain sisters said they never got the call and want answers i would hope so man that's horrible 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 the authorities continue to look for brian laundry the uh florida man who (laughs) there's just i can't not envision any circumstances where Brian Laundrie did not cause or participate in the death of Gabby Petito. Uh, more and more details have coming, are coming out about him. Uh, the indictment for his arrest says he withdrew $1,000 sometime between August 30th and September 1st, which is after she disappeared. This is a heartbreaking story. And it's a heartbreaking story because uh, it's being used to further uh, stoke seeds of hatred in our country. Joy Reid the other night on uh, MSNBC. I wasn't going to play this, but I just want to point out how uh, ludicrous uh, people who are partisan hacks in this country can be. The way this story has captivated the nation has many wondering, why not the same media attention when people of color go missing? Well, the answer actually has a name, Missing White Woman Syndrome the term coined by the late and great Gwen Ifill to describe the media and public fascination with missing white women like Lacey Peterson or Natalie Holloway, while ignoring cases involving missing people of color. Okay, that's just not true. And if it is true, maybe it wouldn't be true if somebody had, say, oh, I don't know, a national program on a national cable network where you could publicize such incidents that you are contending are overlooked? Joy Reid is complaining about a problem that she apparently is contributing to. She talks about missing white woman syndrome. Uh, I remember a lot of media coverage for the trials of Casey Anthony and Jody Arias. They're white women. I don't remember any trials for any black women who are on trial for murder. Am I to assume that there are none? I don't think that's accurate. Uh, would Joy Reid want to turn this around and explain why we never see any stories in the national media about white people shot by police? I don't think we suffer from a shortage of any stories about black people shot by police. Those are stories that Joy Reid loves to traffic in. Does that mean there are no white people shot by police? No, it does not. It just means that it's not deemed to be news. 
So when people like Joy Reid say these kinds of things, which are meant to stoke hatred, turn it around, examine it, and see if she really has a good point. If she has a good point, fine. Evaluate it on its merits, but she doesn't. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.